host of the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Rough House Podcast. Yeah! Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Rough House Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and Kristoff. Hello everybody and welcome to the Rough House Podcast episode number 279 for June the 5th, 2022. Hello, good morrow, good morrow, Ronaldo to uh everybody uh i'm marty <laughs> and uh i was gonna try and make a uh a, a reference to some hip-hop song i've never heard of in lieu <laughs> of the maro ronaldo reference but uh i am unable to do so uh, but i'm chris off and appreciate you guys uh listening to the pod and uh you know all uh yeah. all tenia you know still <laughs> click and download every every monday so it's uh or in the or if you listen early in the patreon bless yeah. your heart yeah uh, bless you guys thank you <laughs> thank you for joining us uh, it's, it's been a week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it, a, a yeah, lot it has. has happened. As I said to Chris just b- before we started, what I thought was going to be the top story has changed three times this week, uh, including a change literally, literally within the past few hours. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. get into all of, all of the top stories, but Chris, allow me to ask you a question first and foremost, which is okay. If. An NXT takeover takes place in a forest and no one watches it. Did an NXT takeover happen at all? Uh, all signs point to no. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, maybe. Like, I saw no I, I, one talking about last night's takeover. Sorry. I saw a couple tweets. It's not, they're not takeover anymore. So I guess that's probably part of it. But yes, NXT in well, your house. Yeah. I saw no buzz on, on that. I didn't even know it was happening until I pulled up Twitter this morning and saw a couple tweets from uh, Sean Rossap talking about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, hey, there was a uh, there was an NXT event last night. How about that? Yeah. How the figure. mighty has disintegrated um, and fallen from the view of our eyes and probably yes. most of, uh, of wrestling fans everywhere. It is crazy to think. And I also saw... Uh, a meme was one of those uh, helping grandma through the uh, <laughs> through the through the garden sorts of things. Like yes. there used to be a takeover, and it was one of the greatest uh, full cards. It was in New York, and it was amazing. And you know, here, let me help you to your uh, you know assisted living facility, grandma, <laughs> sort of situation. Oh, uh, or or as it stands these days, allow me to to help you into your assisted living facility, Hunter. <laughs> let me bring you in there, bud. Grandma. Uh, as they hit the King Diamond reference yes. uh, early on in the show, but uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's it is kind of baffling to think how excited we used to be yeah. for NXT events, and you know it was nonstop bangers, and you had to you know. It would be the night before a WWE proper special event, and it would always be follow that fuckers, and they yeah. never did. And it's just it's just baffling. Well, I mean, it's not really baffling. The the it makes sense how it happened, uh, right. but it's just crazy, you know, that it happened. In yeah, the way uh, per- perhaps we we uh, um, got got a little too accustomed to it. Uh, perhaps. Perhaps we didn't know how good we had it, uh, but uh, yeah. the the fact is there was a takeover last night. Um, nothing major really occurred. Uh, there's new NXT champions, but I would tell you the names and you go okay. So that that's really where we're at now. Yeah, um, it it is it is nothing exciting, and it certainly leaves. Uh, the also not thrilling on paper Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, the ability to win the weekend. Uh, but oh boy, oh boy, have they hit a snag. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Before, before we dig into that. Yes. Who is, I mean, who is, who's Cody referring to as the main royal family in that bit? Oh, the McMahons. Uh, I would say. okay. All right, I, he's I, never I overtly said who he. You know, I would say you know maybe. Sure, the McMahon's makes sense, but uh, especially you know, if uh, you read the rest of the lyrics of the song, which is makes it very funny now. 
Well, because he's using it in WWE. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, All right. a, a lot of that is uh, it, like the the whole song is basically "fuck you, Vince." Ah. Uh. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then this is like, I want the song. Yeah. Give me the song. Yeah. Brother. We want. We want the American Nightmare. Well, great news, Vince. You got the American Nightmare for two months, and as <laughs> of this recording, five forty p.m. on Sunday, uh, it sounds like you will have the American Nightmare for one last match tonight, uh, at least for four to six months, as it has come out that. Over the course of the week, Cody Rhodes suffered a torn peck while training, mm. while weight training. And uh, he, again, as of right this minute, something may be coming up in a Twitter feed somewhere that I haven't seen yet. I'm sure it'll but, break by the time we finish. Uh, uh, undoubtedly. And we'll miss it. And, uh, know, but whatever. right now, Cody is still scheduled to work the main event of Hell in the Cell against uh, Seth Rollins to tie up Seth, uh, Seth freaking Rollins, Seth freaking sir, Rollins to, to wrap yeah. up their series of which, including house show matches, Cody is 17 and oh, so, um, <laughs> so they, wait, is that, is that an exaggeration? Or no, no, they've answer? literally since WrestleMania, if you include, if you include WrestleMania, WrestleMania backlash, house shows, etc., they've faced off 17 times and Cody has won. Every single time. Wow. Staggering. So we are getting the blow off question mark against Seth yeah. Rollins tonight. And uh, it's funny because they're advertising it as, as uh, Rhodes Rollins three. Yes. Yeah. Well, the house shows don't count. Well, I so mean, so so at least, you know, televised, you've got Cody beating Seth at Mania, Cody beating right. Seth at Mania Backlash. And now. The third match, the rubber match, I guess. Usually, rubber. It can't be a rubber match if the guy's two and zero against the guy. I get it. I get it. It's just okay. But yes, they they will be colliding uh, in Hell in the Cell this evening in Chicago. In in a cell? Is it an actual Hell in the Cell match? Yes, I I think it's the only actual Hell in the Cell match uh, scheduled for tonight Uh, with a torn pec. This should go super well. And the thing was, earlier today, I was reading something that Seth was uh, sketchy for this evening. Uh, because well, Seth's always a little sketchy one way or fair. another. But I, I had read he may be hurt. So uh, best of luck to everybody in, in the, the Hell in the Cell match tonight. Um, you know, if I'm Vince, I am getting on the phone. I am <laughs> scrolling through my contacts. Yeah. And I am calling up, I mean... Probably the person who put on one of the greatest matches... Uh, if not in WrestleMania history, but of all time, just a couple months ago, I'm calling Johnny Knoxville. Oh, absolutely. Bring in <laughs> the entire Jackass right crew. Make, yeah. make yeah. it happen, man. You uh, know? Hell. <laughs> if but, not to wrestle, at least to show uh, somebody how to go out there while injured and uh, and, and do a stunt show. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it is it is a barren, rough-sounding card. Seven matches for... Is Baron Corbin on there? Uh, he is. Uh, a seven match card for the premium live event on Peacock tonight. Uh, would you, would you like to hear what they have planned, Chris? First, I want to know, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a lot of tangents. It's okay. It's just where my brain is right now. It's okay. Baron Corbin. Yes. Is, is Baron a name or a title? Like, uh, never clarified. Of he's happy Corbin now. So I, 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 I don't, I don't, that doesn't count to me. No, he's still corpulent Corbin, fatty, uh, fatty, uh, college fatty football player Corbin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baron, the sad know, tummy. I, <laughs> the Baron belly. Oh, I remember the days of the Baron belly. Yes. Uh, the halcyon days of rough house podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What, what's, uh, what's, what's the card looking well, like? Well, it's funny you mentioned him. Uh, happy Corbin. The mega powers explode. It's it's him against Madcap Moss in a no holds barred match. Madcap Moss has turned face in recent weeks, and as of Friday on SmackDown, now just wrestles in black trunks. Okay, but so, he's still known as Madcap. Yes, he's still known as Madcap because there was never okay. a Riddick Moss. No, no, no. I mean, maybe just uh, I, if history serves, he'll end up just being called Moss by the end of the night. Um, <laughs> so you're doing you have a pay-per-view called Hell in the Cell. Yes. And you're doing just a regular no holds barred, barred match where yeah, you have there, a massive there, there fucking is cage one, hanging above your ring. Seven, seven matches, match. okay. one Hell in a Cell. Got it. Got it. 
cool. I mean, we're going back to the days at least because I, I think I've voiced my opinion on this in the past. It, it was frustrating how they would never build to the steps anymore. It was just, uh-huh. well, because it used to be October. It's October. It's Hell in a Cell month. We're going to have a match in Hell in a Cell. Like, it, it definitely took the teeth out of the stipulation. Yes, the teeth is still kind of gone because it is, again, a show called Hell in a Cell. But it's only one match. Um, although okay. there there right. are random stipulations. Uh, we've got a six-person mixed tag team match as it's Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan against the Judgment Day of Edge, Damian Priest, and Rhea Ripley. How does it bother you how uncreative the name Judgment Day is? They just named it after an old fucking pay per view. Hey, hey, uh, and one of the greatest the, sequels of all time, the Judgment Day. Okay. Fuck Speaking of greatest here. sequels of all time, uh, if yes. you aren't part of the Patreon, <laughs> jump on over because we've got ourselves a rough house divided about the greatest action sequels of all time. Yeah. Um, always an enjoyable listen. Uh, also, more on uh, Leah and and uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, or not Leah, uh, Liv and Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. uh, in just a little bit. Uh, we got a singles match for the United States Championship as it's Theory defending against hometown boy Mustafa Ali. So Ali is undoubtedly okay. losing. Um, so they're in Michigan? Is that where they are? Uh, is that, he's in Georgia, uh, isn't he? Uh, Chicago. Chicago? Well, Chicago. technically Rosemont. Midwest. Okay. Technically, he's a Midwest guy. I got that part yeah. right. Uh, Ezekiel versus Kevin Owens in a match, just a standard match. Uh, okay. A two on one handicap match. It will be Bobby Lashley against hey. MVP and Omos. That's right. Oof. MVP and Omos had the ability to pick a stipulation on the Hell in the Cell card, and they chose a handicap match. Not even a, hell, uh-huh. a handicap match in the cell. Right, yeah, no, uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that's going to happen. And does, does, I guess the almost experiment still going strong. Uh, yes, uh, it is. He's now this, wasn't this the Wasn't this the feud at, didn't they fight at WrestleMania? And WrestleMania Backlash. So, okay, uh, another so, trio. Okay, yeah, yes. fresh booking there. Yes. Um, isn't his whole bit that he's this, you know, seven-foot-tall killer? Yeah. So why does he need another guy? Uh, so they can, so they can beat up Bobby Lashley even more. <sighs> but of out. course, okay. the big bit's going to be Bobby getting his hands on MVP, MVP. and the fans are going to sure. go banana. Uh, triple yeah. threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair defending against Asuka and Becky Lynch. Uh, of course, okay. this was not the original plan. The original plan involved uh, Sasha and Naomi, but we know what happened there. Um, right, the, right. Hey, hey, credit to the uh, WWE. They stopped talking out loud about Sasha and Naomi. They're they're no longer the scorned acts. Uh, and then yeah, the I just wonder what they're saying behind the scenes. Oh yeah, I they're, you they're, know, I they're want the continuing to motherfuck them. I've no doubt. That's the dirt I want to hear. I don't want to hear yeah. about what what MJF is thinking. You know, when he's lacing up his boots in the back, I want to hear what Kevin Dunn is saying about fucking Sasha Sasha Be- Sasha. I'm sorry, like Re- William Regal, right here. Sasha, Sasha Banks. <laughs> Sasha. Uh, Sasha Banks. I don't, I don't think she's Irish. Um, <laughs> yeah, Banks and Naomi. That's that's the stuff I want to hear. I can't wait yeah. till that book comes out where that that talk is Jericho happens where I get that behind the scenes story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, as mentioned, the the main event is Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins in a hell. So no bloodline at all. No bloodline, even though they yeah. won all the tag belts and they're now in a feud with Riddle and Nakamura, who are technically a split uh, roster tag team. Well, both with injured partners. Yes. Right. Was that the idea behind putting them together? Or is yes. it just a coincidence? Yeah, uh, okay. that, that, that was the idea. But, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. But yeah. No. Okay. No tag team title match. Is there an intercontinental champion? Did we talk about that? There is an co- intercontinental champion, but it's not on this show. It got announced for SmackDown next week, as Gunther okay. will be going one on one with Ricochet in Ricochet's first defense of the intercontinental title, and God knows when. I I didn't even know he was champion. I yeah. mean, I may have you, you may have mentioned it to me on the show. I just have uh, no recollection. I did because happened. he wasn't on Mania. He he defended the belt on the SmackDown right. prior to Mania. Yeah. yeah. So my uh, my my ability to retain information about 2022 WWE is at an all time low. Hey, it's it's okay. I don't blame you. Um, but uh, definitely not the best card on paper. Um, 
But uh, again, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about uh, about some WWE stuff in just a moment. But let's talk more about the second big story of the week. I thought it was going to be the summer of punk, Chris, and it was not <laughs> the summer of punk. No, uh, no. I guess, if anything, we all learned as a country this week, don't dive into a crowd of fans because you might break your So is foot. it confirmed that's what did it? Uh, no, that that's the speculation, and it seems like pretty good speculation. Uh, CM Punk shocking the world on Friday, uh, six, uh, sorry, uh, five days after becoming uh-huh. AEW world champion at Double or Nothing during the live rampage from Ontario california he came out and said uh well he said a lot of words was not very clear and we had to have multiple follow-ups from commentary including a press release to explain what was happening what was going on guys tony excalibur (laughs) jericho Jericho, someone get get your fucking shit together okay it you knew what the guy was going to say when he was going out there, I have to imagine. You'd think, but Punk sounded like he was just, I mean, I have the audio of the interview if you want to hear. I mean, it's five minutes long, so maybe It's not. rambly. And it, yeah, yeah, and that's the problem. It's rambly. It's like. It's vague. Incredibly vague. Yeah. Uh, so so let, let's hit the beats as far as we understand them again right now as of June 5th. Uh, CM I mean, Punk, the picture's a little more clear now than it was immediately after. Very true. But. Uh, because there was a press release put out on yeah. Saturday by AEW. Um, so this time uh, Wednesday, or, or probably this time Thursday, because we found out Wednesday night, uh, we thought, hey, we're going to the CM Punk Hiroshi Tanahashi Fireworks Factory. That's your main event of Forbidden Door. Friday. Yeah. We get this speech from CM Punk as he mm-hmm. got eight and a half minutes of television to break down what was going on. And as he explained it, he is injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not done with wrestling, but he's injured. It sounds like he broke a bone in his foot, in his leg, something like that. Uh, signs of it appeared in the opening match of Dynamite on Wednesday where uh, Punk ate shit uh, jumping off of ropes and basically punks always kind of had a lead ass if I'm honest, mm-hmm. but it was yeah. clear something was, was not going according to plan. Uh, punk will be out a number of months with surgery to, uh, to resolve whatever broken bone he has. Again, he did not specify details, right? To that point, AEW will be crowning an interim world champion. Which, on paper, not a bad idea. Here's where it gets hinky. It was announced that it will be John Moxley, who at the time, they later updated the uh, rankings. At the time, John Moxley was number four on the rankings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So John Moxley will be facing the winner of a battle royal on this Wednesday's Dynamite. So this Wednesday on Dynamite. So uh, what day is that? Uh, June 8th. The mm-hmm. show will kick off with a battle royal, mm-hmm. and the winner will proceed to the main event of Dynamite to face John Moxley. So John Moxley versus a mystery opponent. They will face at the Forbidden Door pay-per-view to become interim AEW champion a representative of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. That representative will be chosen this coming weekend at Dominion. In a singles match between Hiroshi Tanahashi and Hiroki Goto. Gee, wonder who's going to win that one. If it could not be more abundantly clear that we're getting Moxley versus Tanahashi, like I don't know, I don't know how much more clear you can make it. Um, but it, it is very clear that that they had to scramble to put this together because the left hand did not know what the right hand was doing at any point throughout any of this. No, Whether I was super was, confused. Yeah. I was trying to, to you know, uh, I was giving you play by play as you often provide me on Wednesdays for Dynamite. Yes. Uh, uh, and I was 
fucking lost trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Twitter, wrestling Twitter was lost. You know, I, I, one it was like the, the the timeline lined up perfectly. It was like one tweet said uh, Punk is uh, vacating the relinquishing the title. The next one says CM Punk not relinquishing the title. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then, of course, commentary did not help with Jericho blurting out right before they fade to black in the commercial break. He's relinquishing the title. And then Excalibur coming back. Well, he's not relinquishing the title. We're doing this and this and this and this. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, people. Yeah. Like, it, it's 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 too much. Think this, I, and I know you know it's a last minute thing, but it's live TV. You you had you know you had to have had some time to at least you know even if it's a, a hypothetical thing, give Excalibur two scripts. All right, yeah. if Punk says this, read this. If Punk says this, read that. Right, and tell Jericho in perpetuity to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> Because, Jesus Christ, I, I cannot take Chris Jericho right now. Yeah. This whole fucking wizard thing is the corniest slapdick shit I've ever seen in my life. And I absolutely fucking hate it. <laughs> Fireball at you. It's like, it's like the old fucking meme with the goths with the uh, uh, fucking, magic missile. Um, yeah, fireball. It's, like, it's so fucking hack and cheesy and corny and stupid. And I know his whole gimmick is he's a sports entertainer. It's it's not. It, it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. I, 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 I can't stand it. But to circle back to the the, the title situation, um, before we dig into the actual uh, uh, whether or not an interim champion is a good idea, yeah. I think the number two loser in the situation, obviously the number one is Punk, the number two's got to be Paige. Because yeah. Paige is booked for a match on Dynamite against Dave Finley from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. wonder who the fuck's winning that one. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it'll be a fine, if not, short match yeah but that puts page out of the battle royal mm-hmm. i mean unless he pulls double duty which i suppose is possible it's certainly possible but it's not likely the way they typically book things very unlikely uh, so the guy who just lost his title five days ago and the guy who beat him has to give up the title he doesn't even get a shot to get in the conversation to have a shot to win the title back it's it's pretty yeah. shitty yeah, it's not great. And uh, I think Adam Cole was originally listed as number one uh, before they made their change. So, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, Adam Cole. Uh, you, you can't be inserted into this mix. Well, he's injured why. as well. Well, you know, that's true. That's true, because he was he was taken, he had, he was the, taken uh, out of the match this past week. Yeah, that's the five true. Man, the ten man tag. The ten man tag. Ah, oh, jeez. What am, I, I will say where they landed this idea of Mox versus somebody against the winner of Tana and Goto. Like, it's it's. Not the worst situation, uh, especially if we're going to end up with John Moxley versus Hiroshi Tanahashi at uh, Forbidden Door. Like that's just cool. say you're going to have Mox versus yeah. Tana for the interim title. Nobody yeah. would have batted an eye. Nobody would have said. Uh, well, I, oh, I'm sure there's some WWE stands would be like, "Well, he was ranked number four in the rankings." Yeah, 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 yeah. Shot. yeah. It's you know, it's an it's a last minute executive decision sort of thing where you know, tone they could have said due to John Moxley's extraordinary performance in the uh, arena anarchy match, yeah. uh, he's been given this opportunity to fight for the interim right. cha- championship against right. Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan Pro Wrestling at Forbidden Door. Blow, yeah, and, 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 and Tanahashi's accolades speak for themselves, and if not. To, to quote something Justin points out all the time, make a fucking video package explaining why he's worth this this level of yes. title shot. Um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. It it it, it 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 got far too convoluted for what it needed to be. Uh, I I still think the end result will be good, and I get it. They had to make chicken salad out of chicken shit here, but the way that they portrayed it was very sloppy. Yes, it was full super sloppy double dare on Friday, and <laughs> this is the kind of shit that people who are you know more seriously critiquing AEW than even we are. Yeah, this is the stuff they pounce on. And oh I, yeah, I mean to the point where we're pouncing on it. And we're fucking day one is H diehards. Yes. Well, uh, to that point, let's talk about what I thought was going to be the lead story this week. I'm better than you, and you know it. MJF, the story continues with MJF, and it continued on Wednesday as it was announced not long before showtime that MJF would have a speaking segment during the show, Mm -hmm. uh, filling us in on what was on his mind. Uh, Of course, Twitter blew up about this. The socials blew up about this. The idea of uh, MJF having a microphone in his hand just a, a few days after 
Uh, everything was going down behind the scenes during the Double or Nothing weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and what followed was a good promo in a vacuum. Unfortunately, from where I sit, there are two major problems with it. Okay. So uh, to, to, to break it down, uh, MJF uh, almost point for point covered a lot of the same grounds as CM Punk's infamous pipe bomb promo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, running down the locker room, talking about how he's the best guy in the company, how leadership in the business, uh, in this instance, AEW is short sighted and has more money than God, but you know, is stupid. And, and I mean, I think I even saw a video pop up online where someone synced up the two promos and you could hear like, yes, Max was totally paying homage the entire time. Uh, right. some re- beat people for on, beat sort of yeah, thing. Some people have read this had uh, had uh, dubbed this the kind of cringe worthy scarf bomb. I will not be calling it that here. God. Um, well, yeah, but also people, the, the pipe bomb in itself was kind of you know a regurgitation of uh, a promo Samoa did Samoa Joe did in TNA. Yeah, and also what well, it was Shane Douglas in uh, ECW. Shane Douglas Shane did Douglas. one in ECW. Yeah. Hell, Joey right. Styles did one in, in WWE. Um, yeah. All of them ending with the uh, microphone being turned off in an awkward cut, either right. to the show ending or to commercial. So MJF had his whole deal. Uh, a line was uh, bleeped out over mm-hmm. the air where uh, MJF uh, it was un- unbleeped on the fight t- uh, TV feed. Right. Uh, he called uh, Tony Khan a fucking Mark. Yeah. Uh, he said, and, fire uh, me, you fucking Mark. Yes. Uh, and, uh, the microphone went off and we went right, right to commercial, the live crowd, uh, CM Punk wearing one boot, I guess for reasons that we learned about later, uh, ran out to try to talk to him. MJF walks to the crowd and as a video and social media caught, he went up to a fan who was filming his walk and shoved the camera out of the guy's hands. Oh, nice. (laughs) I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. That that was making its rounds on, on Instagram. Um, so. At its core, MJF did a very good promo, building some fire, building some fan interest in him. Uh, again, you can say a lot of the same positives about the pipe bomb that you can about what MJF did on Wednesday. I, I thought yeah. it was a well-executed, if a little long promo, yes, fourth wall breaky and, and what have you, which yeah. is not my problem with it. Here are my two problems. The lack of the high Colt Cabana? Is that what uh, it was? <laughs> no, no, no. That would have been wonderful. Uh, point number one. Uh-huh. He was literally stretchered out on Sunday. Yeah. And the most he did was, well, I'm sore. Yeah. The fact that the two years of Wardlow MJF build were completely tossed out to where Wardlow on Wednesday, the best thing they have for this guy who is looking like an absolute Goldberg level megastar in the making. The best mm-hmm. thing they had was, well, you're going to be with Mark Sterling more. And yes, you get to kill more extras. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that's biding time till they get him to the TNT title. Hopefully. I don't know. Uh, if I can hopefully. Help, but yeah, that's... I mean, who knows? Cause fucking sky apparently fucked up a muscle on Friday. So, <laughs> oh, wow. All right. And apparently Daniel Bryan's injured or Brian Danielson's injured as well. Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if Twitter scuttlebutt this afternoon is to be believed. Yeah. Which I've yet to see anything concrete uh, uh, announce he, that. He but. said that he uh, or, or it came out because he no showed a uh, well, he didn't meet no and greet. Show. He, he canceled a meet and greet appearance. And it was said because right. he couldn't fly, quote unquote, which sounds like a concussion, um, which, of course, is the last thing Daniel Bryan. Uh, this is true right to the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, that gives him sexual powers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's problem number one for me about this promo. Sure. You, you have tossed away two years of work. And like, a great payoff. An incredible payoff. Like as of yeah. Sunday, that looked great. And, and everything was was in its place and not even war- a neck brace, at least I mean, a neck brace yeah. or like, you know, a, a, a back brace, something, something visible to show yes. me something that I would want one of my clients to have in a courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the other problem. 
We come back from commercial. They don't acknowledge it. Okay, cool. Johnny Elite comes out. He's doing an open challenge. And Miro comes back. And Miro has a video promo that lasts probably one-tenth as long as the MJF promo. Yes, the direction is different, but I became infinitely more excited about seeing what Miro is going to do next than what MJF is going to do next. Well, I mean, yes, but there are a lot of factors uh, considered into that excitement. A, Miro has been gone for a number of months. True. B, the last run Miro had was fantastic. Yes. Um, and, and, and I will he, say, he's been missed. I will say the overall message of Tony's a fucking mark versus I'm going to attack and dethrone God. Yeah. <laughs> one's way more in my wheelhouse. <laughs> Yes, this this is true. One I'm a lot more excited to see. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but I, it, it speaks to if you ask me, I know Tony in December 2019 was like, I'm taking this on because the boys are fucking this up. You need like a continuity cop or some shit, man. You need some you need someone else. That at least you can bounce these ideas off. I know he says he talks to the, you know, the vets and everybody else about these things or, uh, you know, uh, like I think the Bucks still do a lot of the planning for the tag division mm-hmm. and, and they go through Tony and Tony does final sign off and everything. But like, God damn, Tony needs some guy just going like, yeah, that makes sense. No, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that makes it. No, no, that's okay. That Like he just needs one last like second set of eyeballs when the full show is formatted because well it's uh, sloppy it would be worse if there is somebody and he just disregards them true which i feel like there probably are some people back there you know your jerry lynn's your malenko's uh, uh I, I mean bj whitmer yeah jericho even you know yeah. as stupid Arn as Anderson, gimmick is maybe. yeah you know, if they do, uh, JR say probably is, but JR is probably just yelling about how they can't do tags with tag ropes or whatever. Mm, disregard anything of that old fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what, what he's saying is definitely ignored. But, yeah. but yeah, it, it's, yeah, there's definitely been a lack of um, cohesiveness, I guess is the word I want to yeah. use. And look, uh, I get it on Friday. They were fucking throwing shit together on the fly. Sure, he's probably texting Gato while he's, uh, you know, <laughs> while the the uh, opening match was happening or something. Yeah, like it, uh, it, it undoubtedly awesome. was not an easy situation. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on, or at least too hard on how things went Friday. I get it. It was a messy situation and resulted in a messy cleanup. Well, there's an easy fix. The easy fix is don't make any announcement until you have shit lined up. Say yeah. tune in uh, to Dynamite on Wednesday for more information on this developing story. Yeah. We'll have information That's with fair. what's going to happen or break it in socials. It doesn't, you know, you don't have to be first in it. Have some people speculate over it for a couple days to get a little more interest instead of people attacking you for your, uh, you know, lack of creativity or, you know, or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. He's going to do what he's going to do because he's full steam ahead on everything. And, you know, the dude needs to stop and think sometimes. No doubt. Now, granted, as messy as this is, it's not as messy as something we got to see Monday night on Raw. As I transition back to one of the things I wanted to talk about. Okay. On Monday night, uh, the last in-ring match of the night uh, was Liv Morgan against Rhea Ripley. Because okay. the main event was a contract signing with Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Omos. I'd like to break down for you the minute-by-minute minute of the match. Okay, sure. Okay. So keep in mind, and th- these times are Eastern, so we're looking at the third mm-hmm. hour of Raw. Okay. And thank you for uh, – I, I saw this a few different places, but where I first saw it was the uh, Wrestling Observer uh, Figure 4 online board. So thank you okay. to them for breaking this down. So 10.14 p.m., mm-hmm. we had a recap of the Judgment Day feud with AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. Okay? Okay. Cool. 10.15 p.m., Liv Morgan makes her entrance to the live crowd. Okay. 10, 16 p.m., we get a Hell in the Cell promo for the Raw Women's title match, of which neither Liv nor Rhea are a part of. 
Is this a, uh, a pre-tape or a live uh, uh, commentator this, this, one? this was a pre-tape. This, this was okay. a pre-tape putting over the uh, Bianca, Asuka, and Becky okay. Lynch match. Curious. 10-17, we go to commercial. Okay. So she's been in the ring two minutes. Mm-hmm. 10-20, we're back from commercial. And it's a promo of Titus O'Neil at the Indianapolis 500. The fuck? Liv Morgan still in the ring. Right. 10-21. It's a recap of the Theory Ali feud, including the uh, the back and forth they had at 9.50 p.m. What the fuck? 10-22. Ali's backstage with one of the talking heads. Not the band, just their random people with microphones. Talking about what happened earlier in the evening, he's attacked by Theory. Ten twenty three. We cut to the announce desk for reactions of the jumping of Ali by Theory. Uh huh. Ten twenty four. A complete rundown of the Hell in the Cell card. Wow. Ten twenty five. We cut back to Liv Morgan in the ring and her music playing once again. Ten minutes later. She's been in the ring for ten minutes. Uh-huh. Ten twenty-six. Rhea's entrance starts, but it's cut off with a graphic that says the match is happening next. <laughs> Another commercial break, okay. Ten twenty-seven, we go to commercial. Ten thirty. Money in the bank promo about the location wow. moving and tickets being on sale on Friday, also ten thirty. And an announced desk segment talking about it being Memorial Day, followed by a video package. Holy shit. 1034. The crowd chanting USA in response to the Memorial Day video package. Live or piped in? Uh, I, I think it was probably piped in. Uh, uh-huh. and, and then the live crowd vaguely did it. 1035. Sure. We finally get the bell to ring for Liv versus Rhea Ripley. 20 minutes later. 20 minutes later. 10.37. Two minutes aired. We go to commercial. Holy shit. 10.40. An NXT 2.0 promo. Wow. 10.41. We're back in the ring. Uh-huh. 10.44. Liv Morgan wins. Wow. 10.45. We have a whole bunch of post-match shenanigans. Is uh, Damian Priest attacks AJ Styles. Finn Balor runs down. A hole to do. Styles, Balor, and Morgan stand tall. And then 1047, we go to a recap of the back and forth between Seth Rollins and Cody. <laughs> Holy shit. That is infuriatingly <laughs> exhausting. Now, in case you're wondering, what does this look like to the live crowd? Liv does come out. But she stands in the ring, and whenever they go to commercial or they play a video package, they turn the lights out over the mm-hmm. ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and show it on the big screen for the for, for yeah. Uh-huh. Who is who? Who is any of this for anymore? Genuinely, oh, it hasn't been for the live crowd in a long time. Let's be honest. Who who is any of this like? It's a TV. Pr- it's it's this but is who, all right. It, how is this I, I even I, for the the TV crowd? I, and I'm going to trigger you here. Yeah. It, this is content. It's content on content on content, mixed with other content, content sandwished in between content. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is. God. Just content. Well, they're just they're just you know it, it's the it's the uh, the pink slime of pro wrestling is was is what this is. Well, Promos for shows. You know, it, the, the recaps, live segments where somebody's in the ring waiting to do a fucking match. Yeah, no, this and I know we we just spent a lot of time yelling at Tony Khan for lack of focus. But I mean, this is yeah. this is pretty egregious. Yeah, no, that, that, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Like it's shitting and bad and it's bad, but it could be infinitely worse. Um, and, you know, I, I feel kind of bad because, uh, Chris, uh, I actually got inspired for a new segment oh? by the WWE. Um, uh, is, is it the uh, R- uh, Rough House Podcast Bonehead Production Move of the Week? No, 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 no. We're, we're celebrating a special month. You know what June is, Chris? Uh, yeah, it's Pride Month. No, it's Cena Month. Oh. <laughs> I mean, the guy did have shirts in every color of the rainbow, so. 
Rapadoo. It should just call it a Rapadoo month. To be honest with you, that'd be a lot more entertaining. June 2022 represents 20 years of John Cena in the WWE. So, okay. Chris, so was John Cena there? Uh, he was not. No. Uh, and it was okay. only announced on social media, which is why I feel like we need to do something a little special. So all month long, I'll be sharing John Cena memories, Chris. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. What's uh, what's your first John Cena memory My for first me John here? Cena memory? Hey, Chris. You remember when John Cena first showed up and he went against Kurt Angle? Uh, yeah, ruthless aggression. He yelled in his face, lost, uh, got a handshake from Kurt at the end, and a handshake from Taker in the back. Uh, in the back, right? That's 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 the story. Yeah, it was pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. That's your John Cena memory for the first week of June. <laughs> Look for okay. more hi- highlights all, all right. throughout June. That was a uh, was a prototype John Cena. Is that was that his gimmick at the time? Uh, no, no, was he was that... just he was just really happy to be there. Mid Carter John Cena prototype was okay. uh, when he was in UPW, I think. Okay, yeah. all right, wow, all right, well, yeah, there you look go. For, look for more exciting highlights from the career of John Cena as the month goes on. Can you also add the uh, the wigwam? Do you really want a song to it? Just so we can, you know, do our peacemaker dance. Oh shit! <laughs> I forgot you already had it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, I do. Don't Here worry, bud. Don't worry. Um, you know, uh, it's it's a fucking shit show in the world of wrestling right now. But before it was a shit show, you know what, Chris? I think mm-hmm. as it turned out, we actually had a really good edition of. AEW Dynamite, which was live from mm-hmm. the sold out forum in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And uh, if it weren't for Friday, I'd say things were looking up after double or nothing. Like this felt yeah. like a, a raw after mania level dynamite. Yeah, season premiere is something I kind of uh, have heard people toss around um, the past week. There were, you know, new storylines introduced, things moving forward. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it felt it felt fresh and, uh, you know, exciting. Uh, obviously, some things have have been and need to be reshuffled uh, after the news on Friday. But, yeah, the yeah. Dynamite was uh, was a really solid show. Absolutely. And it kicked off strong with CM Punk and FTR, who at least based off of one social media post, maybe calling themselves CMFTR. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe they'll uh, use some KMFDM as their uh, opening uh, music there. I'm I'm all for it. Uh, but they defeated Max Caster and the Gun Club in an opening six-man tag. Super fun match. Yeah. Uh, the, the continued relationship of uh, the acclaimed along with the guns really paying off great. And uh, I mean, hashtag scissor me daddy ass. Uh, I mean, <laughs> It says a lot about the confidence of AEW management to in front of literally the executives that will decide if they live or Uh die uh, in in just a few months uh, to have Max Caster say, scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah. Well, I think it was Bowens. Oh, it was Bowens. Yes, it's true. Sorry. Yeah, because Billy Gunn was uh, was pushing him down the uh, the ramp in the wheelchair. But yeah, I, I will say the if I were to pick a nit. Um, the, the, the ass boys doing the wrong city bit was okay once, but they don't have to do it every fucking week. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, we had a really awesome finish punk doing the GTS right into the big rig from FTR onto, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that Colton. was Colton who, uh, mm-hmm. who ate it there. And then post-match <clears throat> punk cuts a promo says he's never dug drugs in his life, but he imagined what it feels like. He says, there's still lots to do. I have to keep getting better. You can call him a lot of things, but you have to call him the champ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's still a champ. And then uh, Dax Harwood grabbed the microphone and continued his slow ascent into becoming the police officer from Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, as he pointed out his wife and daughter right there in the crowd. Wow, that's a that's a cut I haven't get. I haven't seen those movies. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. sorry about that one. Let you uh, down. But he said uh, the ROH tag titles are everything, and it doesn't matter if anyone from this company or any other company wants them. Wink, wink. Just yeah. saying, Fale and Owens are going against Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon on Saturday. Not that that ah, has so a title versus title sitch. Yeah, huh? Dude, um, take FDR to Japan for World Tag League, please. Fuck yes. Hell, send send the acclaim there too. Like, let's get weird. 
Well, uh, Bowens is injured for a bit, so. World Tag League is like September. You should be fine well, then, I think. I so Punk grabs a mic and says, hey, doubt. we got Forbidden Door. Screw it. Just whoever I got, bring them on out. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. thought it was a good way of handling it. And, and Go Ace hits as Hiroshi Tanahashi comes out, points his Punk. Los Angeles loses its mind, and we go to commercial. Do you think they flew Tana in just for that? Or do you think he's staying the whole month? Uh, I, he has no. He and he has a match at Dominion. He has a match at Dominion. So they flew so. him in just for that. A, a Trans-Pacific uh, flight to Smile and Wave. I feel Crazy. like there was another New Japan taping recently that he might have stayed oh, in was there. from. Okay. Um, right. So uh, MJF cut his promo that we talked about earlier. Then we had the open challenge as Miro murdered Johnny Elite and looked awesome doing it. It looks like Miro's dropped some weight. Trained for yeah. speed, Chris. Yeah, uh, I, man, and this is, uh, for me to say it's, uh, it's painful. Yeah. Um, I think it's a thank you, uh, and goodbye for Johnny Elite in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in AEW. Yeah. Cause I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know what happened in WWE that really just made him forget how to wrestle, I guess is, <laughs> is the phrase. Cause I mean, granted, this was a glorified squash match for Miro, but yes. the stuff that Johnny was trying to do and the stuff that with that match with Samoa Joe, this is, this ain't it, man. This ain't how you win a contract. Not in these competitive times. hundred uh, percent agreed. Um, but, uh, game over high angle game over into the full yeah. body scissor, uh, gets the win for Miro and, uh, Miro's now on the prowl. God damn I don't want him to lose the mocks, but Miro fucking ruling shit in that battle royal would be awesome. Would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want him. That's the thing. You know, uh, a Wardlow would be the same situation. I was thinking about it earlier, but yeah, you, then you don't want Wardlow to lose all the momentum by losing the mocks. Right. So it's going to have to be some kind of shithead heel who cheats his way into winning this battle royal. And then maybe gets, Miro you know, like tears through a bunch of people and then someone who's his next feud, like they end up eliminating each other, you know, so everyone keeps some heat and we have like another feud to look forward to. I really hope this isn't the case, but I have a gut feeling it's going to be somebody from the JAS versus John Moxley in the main event of Dynamite this Wednesday. Uh, yeah, probably likely. I mean, oh. he's already beaten Garcia at least at least once, if not twice. So yeah. it wouldn't well, make sense since the JAS feud. He beat him for the first time this week. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. It was the main. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. I, I don't know. I still feel like it's going to be somebody from JAS. Could Hopefully be not Jericho, man. Fucking Hager. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so we had a video package that recapped Anarchy in the arena, and that brought out the Jericho Appreciation Society, who now have five stars to their name. That's ridiculous. That match was not a five-star match. Uh, yeah, and fucking Kyle versus Darby was not three and a half, but that's just me. It wasn't even a match. It was a fucking brawl. You can't... I, I mean, you know, we're arguing about some guy's subjective star ratings yes. right now, but yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't been... have a five-star wrestling match not be a fucking wrestling match. I'm yeah. sorry. Although, um, if you go back to when we were talking about Stadium Stampede, I may have said something completely different. Oh, I, 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 I dude, I had Stadium the first Stadium Stampede is my match of 2020, but that was also because, as you and I talked about at the time, it was match, my match of 2020, but it's because it was the match of 2020 in so right. much as that's the best type of wrestling we had in 2020. That's true, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, JAS put over winning the match, all that fun stuff. Garcia wasn't out with them because he was prepping for his match with Moxley. Mm. Um, Jericho questioned the humanity of uh, Kingston and, and Danielson for how violent they were. Said that sports entertainers always win against pro wrestlers. Outcome Eddie Kingston and William Regal, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of an odd couple, but it made sense real quick. Yeah. Uh, Kingston said none of his friends were there, but he's fine with fighting everyone in JAS. Uh, he offers Regal a chance to say where he wants to fight him, and Regal threw it out. Blood and guts! Which really doesn't yeah. have the same oomph as War Games, but, you know. doesn't roll off the tongue quite as much. I, I, I got the point. Uh, Kingston runs yeah. down, gets beaten down by the JAS. Ortiz runs out, beats down Jericho, cuts off some of his hair. Jericho's all pissed off, and he said, hey, look, we'll do blood and guts, but to get blood and guts, I want a match against Ortiz, hair versus hair. And uh, we're going to get that real, real soon. Um, I think yeah. Two weeks. And, and, and it'll be fine. But I, I think I texted this to you the other night. I'm I'm, yeah. s- I'm really getting sick of them going to yeah. the well of, if you want this match, you have to do X, Y, Z yeah, first. Yeah. I'm, you want this match? You need this hoops. match. Yeah. Like it's – if you use it for every fucking feud, it really loses its uh, its, yeah. its, 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 its oomph. Yeah. It's a little uh, annoying. 
lazy. We had the, uh, as uh, Brian Alvarez so wonderfully puts it, we had the party match of the week. As it was a 10-man tag of uh, the Young Bucks, Red Dragon, and uh, who I thought was going to be noted fall guy, uh, Hikaleo. Uh, mm-hmm. They ended up defeating Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, <laughs> Christian Cage, Darby Allen, and Matt Hardy. Uh, Hikaleo did lose a, uh, his own personal bat with gravity <laughs> that's at some true. point in the that's match true. when he almost killed himself going over the top rope on a low bridge. Um, Red Dragon hits the high-low on Christian, and then Bucks hit the Melter Driver on Jungle Boy for the win in what was a wild and fun match that was very easily topped on Friday. Oh, no doubt. Uh, yeah. Plus, you know, if the direction is young, young Bucks being the team to dethrone Jurassic Express, I, yeah. I, I have some issues with that. And it's not, it's not yeah. so much a problem with the Young Bucks as it is a problem with not strapping up uh, and again, listen to the last episode, not strapping up uh, Swerve in Our Glory or uh, Team Taz, who are definitely far more exciting uh, than than Jurassic Express and haven't yeah. won the titles yet. Yeah. Uh, and are, you know, again, I, you, I, I can't help but bangers. feel like what, what we're heading toward is going to be Bucks versus FTR with the Ring of Honor, AEW, AAA and IWGP tag belts on the line. I mean, but again, we've already seen a belt collector sort of thing. Somebody walking out with 20 titles. I know. You know, the, you don't – just because it worked once doesn't mean you have to immediately go back to that well. It's I get it. But I'm, I'm just There seems you to be a lack of creativity uh, with some of these things. And, you know, uh, the, the, the baffling booking is really uh, increasing in AEW, which is starting to become a little um, worrisome. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, it, it's like if you go to a pizza place that you really like and the pizza is always very good and yeah. then like you have a side of theirs that you also like and uh, they start fucking up the side. You're just like, well, what else is going wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Swerve and Keith Lee were backstage for an entire segment that I think amounted to Swerve has a cool jacket. Yeah, some fucking designer and do a mogul shit. I was like, okay. I, I, like, I have no idea. Literally, I uh, just was like, ah, so some heel is going to get and tear apart that jacket. Right. Yeah, exactly. Athena cut a promo on Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. uh, but was interrupted very quickly by Jade the Baddies and Stokely Hathaway. Hathaway cut a promo, which is always nice to hear, called Jade yeah. a queen and a goddess. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kira Hogan got in the face of Athena. Out comes Anna Jay and Chris Statlander. Here come a bunch of security people. And that was that. Wardlow yeah. defeated J.D. Drake. Battle between beefy boys. Wardlow wins. Hits the Powerbomb Symphony. Just two power bombs because, I mean, J.D. Drake is pretty beefy. That's all, right. all it took. Yeah. Uh, and uh, after the match, Tony Schiavone was going to interview Wardlow. Out comes Smart Mark Sterling, like we talked about. Flanked by security. Class action lawsuit. So we're paying off a storyline from BTE on television. Uh, oh, really? Is this yeah. a BTE thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you uh, still watch BTE? Uh, I read recaps. Yeah, I, okay. I don't I don't make the time for it. But he had been doing commercials the past few weeks about mm. saying if you're a security guard and you've been attacked. He, gotcha. He can, uh, he's the lawyer for you. So I look, I, it, it was clever. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, and I love the American Arena Security Union or so whatever they yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. the yeah. phrasing they use was 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 pretty funny. Yes. But I mean, what's the what's the payoff here? I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, like I, we've I, seen I Wardlow murder Sterling. We've seen Wardlow murder security people. We've seen him murder Spears a bunch of times. We've yeah. seen him murder MJF. So who's who's the who's the opponent here? What's the match? Yeah, yeah exactly. We we. Uh, <laughs> Wardlow versus Tony Nice, like Nice just got murdered by your meme wrestlers. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dan Lambert and American Top Team were backstage. Said that uh, Dante Martin had potential, but he ain't going to win that TNT title. So Dante got in Scorpio's face to put over their match Friday on Rampage. Competent promo by Dante. I think yeah, he's da- the, Dante's on, getting on the there, man. He's getting there. I- I just need him to shave that dirt stash. It is, uh, it's, it's, it, it's it, pretty bad. It makes him look like he's 14. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ruby Soho. He's only like, to- what, 20 or something, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a young Crazy. Um, Ruby Soho and Tony Storm went against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter again. Uh, good match. However, athletic, uh, athletic match. Very athletic. However, yeah. uh, af- after, uh, however, blah, 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 blah. however, 
the uh, way the story went was kind of blah. As Ruby Soho hits Destination Unknown on Britt Baker, so we've got that going there. But then Jamie Hayter beats down Ruby with the Owen Hart cup belt, so Mm -hmm, kind of weird. I mean... I guess I like that Ruby got her win back, but it's still, it, it means really nothing. Yeah. It was in, in the grand scheme of things. on TV. Like who cares? <laughs> like yeah. versus it being on the pay-per-view. Right. right. Um, and then we had, uh, John Mark, John Mar. That's my tongue. John Marte lost. John Moxley. Mean Jan. Uh, defeating Daniel Garcia and just a wild, crazy, brutal, bloody brawl this was awesome jesus uh, that one bump that garcia took uh it was like the throw suplex thing that mox yes. does onto yes. the the stairs standing up on his side that was absolutely fucking brutal yeah uh unbelievable unbelievable match um the stitches of mox got torn back open mm-hmm. garcia looked like a beast i mean Garcia's stock. I know we. You're not the biggest JAS fan, and as I've said before, I run hot and cold. Garcia's stock is way up because of I, this. I it love watching Garcia wrestle. Yeah, he uh, and, and he's become a great goon. So he's got that. He's a, he's a great goon with a very punchable face. I get yes. it. Uh, I just yeah. you know I, I hope his stint with Jericho is not extensive. Yeah, yeah, and hope I hope that once he eventually breaks off, he doesn't suffer the same fate as Sammy Guevara. <laughs> hey, there's only one Ty Conti, so you know. The, oh, that reminds that me. Was, Congratulations to Sammy and Ty Conti for getting engaged this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, two, enga- two engagements within a six month period. That's impressive. Way to go, Sammy. <laughs> That's got to be some kind of new record. So uh, Mox post match said he wants blood and guts, and sure enough, we're going to get it. Uh, Jericho versus Ortiz. We'll be at Road Rager in two weeks uh, near uh, Michigan. That'll be June 15th. And then June 29th will be Blood and Guts. Okay. So uh, we're going to get the JAS versus uh, the BCC, Kingston, and uh, Proud and Powerful. powerful. So that should fucking rule. And then Friday, we had a rare... Live Rampage, and it kicked off strong with the Young Bucks against the Lucha Bros in a Man. match that absolutely fucking ruled. I mean, fight forever. That's all I, that's yeah. I got to say. Like these, these yeah. two teams have some of the most, uh, you know, uh, ridiculous chemistry for tag team wrestling that that I've ever seen. Any, any, I've never seen a bad match with those two teams uh, fighting each other. Yeah, uh, it, it was absolutely incredible. Some of the wildest, most fun action you'll see. This was literally an, a PWG match out yeah. of the fucking uh, Veterans Hall. Reseda Hall, yeah. And instead, in front of a packed arena. And guess what? It plays. I know people sure. for years and years were like, oh, that indie shit won't play to an arena. There you go. Proof positive. Well, it can and it, it will. does help it was the Bucks, like, hometown crowd, essentially. I know, but, like, but it, no, it, it it's just a, you know, just a little you know, something that needed to be pointed out. But, uh, and again, if I'm to pick a nit, um, fucking Lucha Bros really need some fucking Ws here. <laughs> well, they, they did put over that the Lucha Bros are up in the Lifetime series. They're up 5-3. I know, I know. So. I just, I, I'm still, I'm still bitter about the Julia Hart bullshit. So, Fair. I, you know, them losing this match and then losing the match. Losing this match after losing double or nothing at double or nothing is a little. We'll we'll talk about Julia in a minute. By the way, uh, fucking um, skank. So uh, it, the finish involved Matt pulling the mask off of uh, Penta. Penta, yeah. Um, which makes me ask you, Chris, do you think we're going to see mask versus hair with these two? Uh, I mean, if <sighs> I don't, Penta and Phoenix's masks are so fucking cool. I don't see them I, ever uh, losing those until oh, they're yeah. ready to re- fucking yeah. retire. And I don't, I mean, as great a move it would be uh, hairline-wise for the Bucks to shave their heads, uh, <laughs> it, it, I don't see them doing that. But, you know, if we're doing a hair match between Ortiz and um, Jericho, I wouldn't yeah. do another one so close. But it certainly could be going that way. But also they're dickheads. So they just, you know, they shoved <laughs> they the mask off, uh, pulled the mask off of somebody, Phoenix before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or maybe that was FTR. But yes, either way. FTR. Um, anyway, either. great match. If there's anything you watch from AEW yes. this week, this tag match. It was tremendous. Absolutely. 
Hobbs and Starks beat the crap out of two jobbers who were not named in a match that was as long as the promo. Yeah. Yeah. It was a match as long as the promo they played during the match. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for coming to unnamed uh, indie local uh, kids. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're getting their heat back. Yeah. Um, Athena defeated Kira Hogan in a sloppy as fuck match. This match was the drizzling fucking shits. This was. This I was... can't wait, by the way, to hear Justin's thoughts on uh, Athena now that she's not uh, oh, uh, he... Ember Moon. Oh well, I the in, the entrance alone will have probably blew Justin's <laughs> head off. Yeah. Um. Just that's how stupid and corny and cheesy uh, and nerdy it is. Um. And then the match was just. This did she forget how to wrestle since she was <laughs> since she left WWE? She had a banger like, with Thunder Rosa at Warrior, so I, I thought there'd be a, a shot of her being pretty good here. I don't know what went wrong, but this went very, very wrong. It went very, very wrong. This was one of the worst women's matches I've seen in AEW in quite some time. Yeah. Or and not, not I won't even limit it to women's matches. This is one of the worst matches in AEW I've seen in quite some time. Yeah, full stop. Very bad, not good. Uh, bad week for the AEW women's division if you look like in totality for the week because you also had the Jade Anna debacle. So yeah, not that's great. That's true. That's true. I mean, Ruby and Britt wasn't bad at double or nothing. No, 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 no. That was a good won. match. I'm just saying, like the the lower part of the women's division is not carrying the slack. Has there been any credence to the rumor that Thunder Rosa is upset with her placement and as champion in the company? I've that heard just that, but I heard she got sent home because she has COVID. Oh, okay. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I mm. feel like right now because of the MJF thing, if there's smoke, people assume there's fire. Right. Because she well, and be also f- the the Sasha and Naomi's right, too. right. So she could be justifiably mad about how the women's title is placed versus say the TBS title. But at the same time, she may have gone home because she was sick. And it's more like, I'm disgruntled about this, but I'm not, like, motherfucking my job. Yeah, she also had a fantastic match last weekend. So, I, you know, in terms of work work rate-wise, she's, you know, leaps and bounds above Jade Cargill. But Jade is justifiably getting a a really big push because, I mean, she's a fucking specimen. Uh, (laughs) You know, it looks good in a lot of ways, especially as they're courting the new management at Warner uh, Discovery for this tall, you know, uh, you know, uh, tall champion coming out there with the belt in a, you know, stunning short skirt showing off the gams like that's 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 the look you want to have. Exactly. Exactly. Completely agreed. Um, House of Black had a promo where Julia Hart told us to celebrate saying, isn't this what you wanted? No, no, Julia, it's fucking not. This is not what I wanted. I did not want more of you on my TV screen. I certainly did not want you causing death triangle a match. And I certainly don't give a fuck about you in the House of uh, Black. House of Black. House of Black. So uh, kindly fuck off. (laughs) See, I I think she might be a fun addition to all this, but that's me. Punk did his promo like we talked about. Not literally. But just fuck off. And then in main event was Scorpio Sky against Dante Martin for the TNT Championship. This match was very, very good. Very, very short. Very short. Yeah. Went uh, just over eight minutes. Yeah. Beautiful TKO for the finish. Gorgeous. Yeah. However, Scorpio Sky was limping afterwards. And as it turns out, he has a muscle strain. So um, tough time to be a champion in AEW, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good look there. Look. Wednesday night show on paper could be very good. I, I think Hangman David Finley is going to be a good match, even though, like we said, it makes Hangman kind of look like a punk if he's not part of the Battle Royal. Yes. Mox delivered on Wednesday. I have no doubt he's going to deliver this Wednesday. Just yeah, the next factor is who's going to win the Battle Royal and ultimately, presumably, lose to Moxley. I will say when you and I were talking on Friday night and it sounded like the idea was person wins the Battle Royal and faces Mox at Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure fucking Osprey was going to be in the Battle Royal on Wednesday. Yeah, it doesn't seem like at least, you know, the way it's shaped up since that there's going to be any new Japan people yeah. based in Japan in this Battle Royal. Right. Um, so because I, I don't want an AEW versus AEW title match at Forbidden Door. And I don't want a New Japan versus New Japan match for the interim title. At I don't. Yeah, Door, so. I don't want a single company v company match unless no, they're like doing sense. like split teams for some reason. Right. Like, you know, if if you had Roosh, Andrade, and Naito against a trio, like, that'd be cool. 
That'd be yeah. I'll throw but, Shingo in there too. I need if Shingo's not on this fucking card, I'm going to be very upset. Give us Dragon v Dragon, man. Let's fucking do oh that. Oh my thing. god. Whew. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you know I mean, what, Chris? Yeah. I think I know exactly what get us real hyped up. Okay. And depending on who you ask, this guy ain't a New Japan talent. Okay. Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Fucking Kota Ibushi shows up. Thing is, though, no, he doesn't really know what's God. going on, and he just starts high fiving people in the crowd, doing moonsaults with fireworks <laughs> off the top of the balcony. <laughs> yeah, just keep him away from Chris Jericho, because if he if, if he has those fireworks, Jericho's gonna fucking shoot him at somebody's face. Oh, you Jesus know, Christ. That. He's a fucking wizard, Marty. Did you know that Chris <laughs> Jericho's a wizard? Okay, he's a an actual wizard. All right, okay, a wizard. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash The Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided Movie Trivia Games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Kristoff. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Kristoff. With the launch of the WWE Network, the WWE is proud to unleash a barrage of original programming. From the Monday Night Wars to Legends House, WWE gives a look at their universe like never before. And now it's time for the WWE's newest original program, Writer's Block, where we take you into the room where WWE storylines and matches all pan out. So, uh, I'm thinking, uh, thinking Cena? Yeah! WWE Writer's Block, live and exclusive on the WWE Network. Here, incredible feuds come together. So, uh, who do you want to... Who do you want to have take on Orton? What about Cena? Yeah, okay. Enthralling angles that have captivated WWE audience for years you see take shape. Like watching a great sculptor work on his masterpiece, you will now see genius unfold on WWE Writer's Block. Hey, I got an idea. Okay. What about uh, Cena versus Cena? Yeah, okay. WWE Writer's Block. Champions created. Storylines formed. Legends come to life. Hey, what if during uh, Cena versus Cena, Cena does a run-in? Yeah, okay. And, uh, and Triple H still wins the title. WWE Writer's Block, available on the WWE Network.